A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Would you be the jerk for trying to give helpful criticism on someone's parenting style? We'll get to that in a bit, but first, am I the jerk for using the treadmill at my building gym for four hours? My building has a small residence gym with about eight pieces of cardio equipment, three bikes, three stairs-slash-elliptical machines, and four treadmills, on top of some strength training machines, weights areas, and two benches. I use the treadmill for four hours a day. Light jog, it's not like I'm Usain Bolting for that long. From 6 a.m. to 10 a.m., the gym operates 6 a.m. to 10 p.m. During this time, the gym is almost always empty from 6 to 7.45 and again from around 8.30 to 10 a.m. Pre-7.45 seems too early for people and post 8.30 too late, assuming getting ready or starting work. I say at an absolute maximum, all four treadmills are occupied for perhaps 15 minutes every other day. I did a test today and for the entire four hours, there was at least one treadmill free and I was alone for over three hours of the run. There are plenty of days where capacity isn't hit at all, and the days on which it's a very limited time slot from maybe 8.15 to 8.30. On average, I probably run alone for over half the time, and with one to two others, so still at least one treadmill free for the entirety of the rest. I understand the concerns around hogging equipment, and I'm not remotely denying four hours is a very long time. However, there is clearly capacity in the gym, which in Manhattan, we pay a ludicrous amount to live in anyway, obviously. You could argue I should step off from 8.15 to 8.30 if I can see the gym is full, but even then it's 15 minutes one to two times a week that all four are in use. Either way, we got an email from management reminding us the max to be on any cardio equipment is 45 minutes. I am 99% sure it's aimed at me. As this morning, about three hours in, a lady, I believe it was the building manager's assistant, informed me of the rule, tapping me on the shoulder. I continued asking why it's a rule and gestured at the three free treadmills next to me. I asked, if I hop to another treadmill, does that comply with the rule? What about switching to a Peloton? She didn't have an answer and just said the rule comes from management and left. Fifteen minutes later, a doorman comes, same thing, same conversation. He asks my apartment number and I tell him, and he again repeats it's from management and walks off. Am I insane or am I missing something here? If the treadmills were in high demand and I was single-handedly blocking 25% capacity for the entire morning slot, I would of course be a gigantic jerk with no consideration for others with busy schedules. As I've tried to point out in this post, that is not the case. I'm sure some people will say clearly I'm not telling the truth as clearly people have complained or something. There are cameras in the gym, and if management confronts me I'll challenge them to review footage, and if they can find more than a 15 minute slot at once, or 30 minutes throughout the entire week, where all four are in use when I'm there, I will back down. I really don't understand, but Reddit, am I missing something and am I in fact the jerk? Honestly, I think this all starts with whatever lease OP signed. If they don't have any language in there about restricting usage of services like the gym, do they really have a leg to stand on to enforce this when OP isn't even denying people of a gym experience? Also, hi, I'm Steven, and if you enjoy getting to decide whether or not all of these people are jerks, why not hit that subscribe button down below? 
That said, our next story is, am I the jerk for accidentally destroying someone's book? Last week, I borrowed one of my friend's books. We're not that close, but we both share a love of reading. Anyway, I was reading said book whilst in the bath last week, and it led to me accidentally dropping it into the tub. The pages are ruined, and the book is expanded quite a bit, but in my opinion, it's still readable. Of course, though, I still felt very guilty, and I offered to replace it. She refused and said I shouldn't worry about it. Accidents happen, after all. But now I found out that she's going behind my back and telling all of our mutual friends about it. She isn't saying it directly, but she's heavily implying that I didn't try to do anything about it. I'm pretty sure I'm not the jerk, but some of my other friends say I should just be the bigger person and replace her book. However, I'm feeling quite hurt by her words and I'm now very reluctant to purchase something for her. So what should I do about it? Should I just ignore it or just go ahead and buy her a book? So I don't blame OP for feeling the way they do when their friend went around making comments after saying it's fine. But at the same time, I would have replaced the book immediately after making a screw up like that without ever asking or being prompted. Our next story is, am I the jerk for taking my daughters to work even though my coworker said he didn't want me to do that? I'm female, 26. My coworker, 50s year old male, hates children. He started working with me just two weeks ago, and from the first day he told me to remove the photos of my children, 10-year-old female, 9-year-old female, 8-year-old female, and 1-year-old female, from the office, because it seems unprofessional to him. Of course, I didn't remove them because it's not against any rules, so I kept them there, that pissed him off, and he told me to remove them again, but I didn't, and since then we've had a strained relationship. A few days ago, my husband, 30-year-old male, picked up our older daughters early from school and dropped them off in my office. And just to clarify, my boss knows that he does that from time to time when their babysitter has to do something else, and she doesn't have a problem with it. In fact, she's told me many times that she likes them to go because they love to help. But my coworker hated it. He said the next time they go there, talk to HR and hopefully they'll kick me out because I'm unprofessional. I told him to do it, that I didn't care, and before he did, I talked to them, and since my boss agrees and other colleagues didn't complain about them, they told me that there's no problem because they usually only go there for 30 minutes, or sometimes even less time. My husband kept taking them to work, and this morning my coworker confronted me furiously because he told me that I'm a jerk, that I need to understand that he hates children, that it's his workspace too, and that I must respect it. But I'm not going to stop doing it because I know that my daughters do not bother anyone. They don't even talk to them and they're not even in our office because sometimes they're helping the woman who cleans to pick up the coffee cups, etc. So am I the jerk for continuing to do that? If you have approval by management and the ones who actually call the shots, you're golden. Although I think I would want to do a little bit of amateur background check on this guy. His behavior towards children just seems off. Like, obviously, your children aren't even coming close to interacting with this guy. This next story is, Am I the jerk for not wanting to lie to my son for the sake of family harmony? My parents always wanted grandchildren, and both my brother and I wanted children. But both of us ended up facing fertility issues with our respective partners. My wife and I decided to eventually start working with a surrogate. Our parents are old-fashioned, but they try to be happy for us. My brother also tried... His wife did not. His wife is as against the concept of surrogacy as it's possible to be and always has been. We found a friend who was willing and we now have a son. Sister-in-law went crazy. 
She spent months blasting all of us about how horrible we all were, that we supported all sorts of terrible practices because we were doing this, etc. She refused to go to our baby shower or see us in the hospital, but she did send a new mom kit meant for our surrogate with things to help a pregnant person recover from childbirth. My brother apologized for her but said he couldn't change her mind. A few months later, my brother and his wife announced a spontaneous pregnancy. After more than five years of trying, our parents were thrilled, and so were we. We were willing to put it all behind us. They had a daughter, and it only intensified her views. She refused to bring the baby over for holidays or to meet her cousin because she refused to have her daughter raised to view women as objects. Years later, she softened to have our parents around without us at least. My parents want the whole family together again. She's agreed to a compromise that she's willing to do holidays and family outings as long as we never tell the children that our son is from a surrogate. Our parents think we should do this because she has a point and they were always uneasy with it. I don't agree. This isn't some shameful secret that we should be ashamed of. We didn't do anything wrong. My wife is adamant that we shouldn't but wants our son to have a cousin. My parents are calling me as much as I'll answer to beg me to consider. My brother just wants the tension to stop and isn't going to fight with her anymore. I just feel bad for the brother because you clearly can tell he doesn't believe it. But unless he wants to rock the boat with somebody he's already committed to, he's gotta swallow those feelings inside. This next story is, am I the jerk for deferring an issue with a female Muslim student to a female colleague? I, 36-year-old male, and my wife moved to our area seven years ago for my wife to pursue a job opportunity where the population happened to be exclusively white. In the last couple years or so, we've had an increase in the non-white population, including the first Muslim students I've had since before moving here. I grew up in an ethnically diverse area, so not being surrounded by multicultural people and restaurants has been an adjustment. I teach high school science, and my two Muslim students are cousins I'll call Amira and Nadia. I'm not well versed in religion since my area of expertise is sciences, but I'd like to think I have some basic knowledge of major religions. Today, Amira was out sick, so it was just Nadia in my class. The kids were working on a worksheet while I was trying to get grading wrapped up and submitted, and when I looked up, I realized Nadia's head covering had shifted and hair on her forehead was exposed. I panicked and looked away as soon as I realized. I would have asked Amira to take Nadia into the office between my classroom and my female colleagues next door to fix it. But without Amira there, I ended up ducking into my colleague's classroom and disrupting her class. I waited until she acknowledged my presence and then waved her over to speak to her quietly to ask her to please bring Nadia into the office to fix her head covering and I would keep an eye on her class. My colleague, Mrs. Smith, asked why I couldn't do it, and I said, because I'm an unrelated man. She made a weird face at me, but eventually said, fine, and went to go get Nadia. When she came back, she was not at all polite when she said, it's fixed. I thanked her and tried to brush off her attitude, and I asked Nadia to stay back a moment after class, just long enough to apologize if I embarrassed her. She said it was fine and left. I got home at 3.30, but at 6 p.m. I got a call from my principal, Mrs. Waters, outside of working hours, telling me that Mrs. Smith had complained about my unprofessional conduct regarding Nadia, and that I'm expected to attend a meeting on Monday with her, Mrs. Smith, Nadia, and her parents to discuss what should be done about my actions. 
I asked what I had done wrong. She refused to elaborate beyond unprofessional conduct. I told her I expected my in-building union representative to be present at the meeting or I wouldn't go. And she said she would email our building rep. I feel ambushed. I don't even know what I did wrong and I'm not going to lie. I'm really upset and anxious right now. Am I the jerk? The thing to keep in mind and to stick to is you always meant well. You did what you thought in the moment was the best solution not to harm anybody involved. This next story is, am I the jerk for not wanting to give a traditional wedding gift to my fiancé's family? I, male 30, am an American living in Asia and recently got engaged to my wonderful fiancé, female 25, and things have been going great until we started talking about some wedding details. My wife was born and raised and has lived her whole life in this country and things are a bit more old school here. She told me that it's tradition for the groom to give a gift to the bride's family and at first I thought it was no big deal, but then when I found out more about it, I started to be against it. Typically, the bride will ask her parents what a suitable amount is for the gift, which involves cash and gold, I guess. They told her I should give $3,000 in cash, and then gold jewelry and stuff, which will be another $1,000, basically. I thought this was nuts. For context, the average salary in this country is only around $500 per month, so this is a lot of money by local standards. Her family's quite well off though, parents are in their late 50s and both retired, so it's not like they need the financial help, I think. I already have to pay for the wedding 100% myself. It's also tradition here for the groom to do that, where we have to invite her very large extended family, as well as dozens and dozens of her parents' family friends meaning our wedding will be around 300 guests. This is all going to cost me so much, to the point that I worry I can barely afford it. Not only is that a lot of money, but it doesn't sit well with me that I basically have to pay a dowry for her. It feels like something from the 1800s and quite misogynistic. I've told my fiancé all of this and now she's very upset with me. She says her parents are quite traditional and there's no way they'll accept our marriage if I don't give the gifts. Supposedly, if I don't give the gifts, it'll look like I don't care about her and our marriage will have bad luck. Her sister, 30-year-old female, is married already and I guess her husband, 32-year-old male, gave the gifts at their wedding. My fiancé stopped answering my text now and I'm wondering, am I the jerk? I don't think OP's crazy here, but regardless of what they do, I hope they're ready for a continual culture clash every step of the way. At least when they have to interact with those parents. Our next story is, am I the jerk for wanting my tenants to pay for the huge water bill due to lawn sprinklers? Our tenants have been living there for a year now and they've always made payments on time. A week ago, the water company sent them a $5,000 bill along with a notice that they've been using abnormally large amounts of water for the past three months. The water bill is in their name and the company bills once every two months. When I got there, I was surprised to see a tiny circle of lawn sprinklers squirting in the lawn. I didn't A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. 
J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Storytime is sponsored by BetterHelp. Nearly everyone at some point in their life will struggle with their mental health, whether that's something stressful at work, in a personal relationship, or something else. I know that I really struggled with anxiety in my early 20s, and therapy was a massive help for me. That's why I'm a massive fan of therapy, and today's sponsor, BetterHelp. If there is anything in your life, big or small, that is negatively affecting you, get it off your chest with BetterHelp. It's an online therapy service that, after finishing a small questionnaire, will match you with a licensed therapist, where you can book appointments that match up with your schedule at any place or any time. And if you feel like you're not bonding with your therapist, you can switch at any point for free. Also, therapy isn't just if you're struggling with mental health. If you're looking for guidance or ways to improve your social skills, life, or relationships, it's a great judgment-free way of doing that. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com StorytimePod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash StorytimePod. I didn't even realize our property was installed with lawn sprinklers. I've previously lived there for years and have never turned them on. But apparently they were turned on somehow and have been left like that for months. I didn't even know how to turn them off. So I just hired a plumber to shut off the valve to the sprinklers. I paid for the plumber. In our lease, it specified that they'll pay for utilities and water, but the tenant said they don't know how it was turned on, and that they just didn't notice the sprinklers going off in the yard for months during the rainy season. Now they want us to foot the bill, because they say it's our fault that they were never informed of the sprinklers' existence. But I know they must have turned it on somehow while living there, because I've lived there for ages without anything happening. I don't understand how they couldn't notice lawn sprinklers going off for months without telling us or doing anything. The water company is unwilling to lower the bill, and I think they should pay it. Although I might be willing to pay a part of it as a symbol of good faith. They told me their finances are very tight. They're three college friends in their 20s with no dependents, working as very highly paid engineers at Microsoft. So I know they can pay it off when their paycheck arrives. Am I the jerk? So you're telling me... In the lease or whatnot, they agreed to pay all of the water costs. You know yourself did not turn the sprinklers on, and you weren't even living there when the sprinklers were running? I don't see how OP could be held responsible for any of that. And OP didn't even know the sprinklers existed. I mean, if something with the sprinklers broke, OP was never even informed that they were there to begin with. This next story is, am I the jerk letting my parents take our son for the night without asking my husband? I, 23-year-old female, have been pretty overwhelmed lately with my son, 3-year-old male, getting to that stage where they're just a bundle of destructive energy. I normally have the energy to deal with it all, but I'm suffering a bit from burnout. My parents, 41-year-old female and 42-year-old male, offered to take him for the night and I agreed. My parents were great parents and even better grandparents, so I trust them completely. My husband's 30-year-old male parents, on the other hand, were terrible parents, so I think he has some trouble trusting mine. When my husband came home and I told him that our son is staying with my parents that night, he got angry and called me a jerk for not asking him. I just wanted a night's break, but I feel terrible now for not even thinking to ask him and only thinking about myself. Am I the jerk? 
Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my mother that I'm no longer her son? I was 18 years old at the time when my mother and I were the only ones working. Due to my father being disabled, my sister still in high school, and my brother who has autism. My parents didn't really like each other during their marriage for reasons unknown to me, though they stuck together because of us. Though one day, my father decided to show me one of the reasons they didn't get along. He drove me to a casino in the night to show me my mother gambling after I recently gave her $3,000 for bills. I was in severe shock and pain knowing I got used. Afterward, my relationship with my mother wasn't the same, but I also stayed because of my siblings. Two years later, I helped pay bills to keep us afloat, but one day I find my mother asking for money for my sister and brother who only get their money on holidays and their birthdays, in which I got furious and told her to back away from them to talk in another room. I said this is enough and that she has control of herself or we're strangers from now on. I'm moving out in which she replied, then you're turning your back on family. That's where I replied back saying, no, I'm just turning my back on you. I took action to threaten our mother and son relationship and that I would move out if she didn't heed my warning. I'm posting this to see if I was the jerk for being too harsh and rude to her. I don't think OP was too harsh, but I think OP has to be prepared to actually follow through if necessary. This next story is, am I the jerk for not giving my brother the photos of our mom when she married his dad? I, female 32, have two half-brothers, male 50 and male 54. My mom was married to their father for 20 years and then later married my dad. My grandmother had come to visit us and brought some pictures of my mom from the wedding to my brother's dad. I saw them and decided to take one of the pictures of my mother. When my parents got married, since it was a second marriage for my mother, She didn't have a big traditional wedding, and so there were no pictures of her wearing a wedding dress. My brother, male 50, came over this past weekend and asked about the pictures. Apparently my grandmother told him she was bringing the pictures for him when he realized I had taken one of the pictures. He had gotten really mad about it and demanded I give it to him. I didn't feel like I needed to give it to him since it was just a picture of our mom. My mom offered to make him a copy, and he said that I should have the copy and he have the original. He ended up leaving after telling me I was being a jerk about it. I might be the jerk because it was a picture of my mom from his parents' wedding day. I would lean towards agreeing that OP should be the one that accepts a copy of it. It clearly has much more tie and meaning to the brother. Also, OP literally said, Grandma dropped off some pictures for my brother, which OP then took one of them. How much more do you need to go off of? Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my daughter she's too old to be sitting on my lap? I, 37-year-old female, am married to my husband, 38-year-old male, and we have a daughter together, 11-year-old female. My daughter is very small for her age and as a result gets treated like a younger child sometimes. She loves to hop in my or my husband's lap and cuddle with us on the couch or in a chair. I've been thinking that she may be too old for that sort of thing and maybe I'm hurting her by letting her continue. Yesterday she tried to hop in my lap and cuddle and I told her she was too old for that and to get off me. She got really upset, got off me and went to her room and slammed the door. She hasn't tried to get in my lap since then and things are tense between us. She doesn't talk to me unless she has to and when I hugged her goodnight last night she didn't hug me back. I feel really guilty because I obviously hurt her feelings, but I feel like she might be too old for sitting on my lap. Am I the jerk? 
So first of all, when it comes to a parent and their kid cuddling, is there an age that it should be too old for them to sit on your lap and cuddle? Granted, it doesn't like crush your legs. This honestly just looks like OP doesn't want to cuddle with their kid. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling my parents they have to pay for my wedding? I, female, 28, am getting married to a pretty great guy, 32. He's a teacher and he's very happy with his decision to become a teacher. I work for a tech company and we do pretty well financially. We've been together for four years and have finally decided to get married. His parents were happy and mine were overjoyed. One small wrinkle is that my parents expect us to have a massive church wedding with a few hundred guests. We were thinking Jamaica this summer during his time off. We're willing to do what my parents want, but I'm unwilling to foot the bill. My mom and I met with a wedding planner for an estimate, thirty-five dollars to $45,000. If we go to the resort we've picked out, it'll cost like $10,000. And that includes paying for his parents and nephew to join us. My parents know how much money I earn and are insisting that I pay for the wedding myself. We've been very clear. If they want to show off to their friends, they can pay for it. We even volunteered to throw in the money we would have spent on my in-laws for the destination wedding we want. My mom says I'm being a jerk by denying her the chance to see her only daughter married in front of friends and family. I'm not. I'm just not willing to pay for it. My parents can afford to pay for the wedding. It might just mean putting off replacing their car this year. I mean, before this goes back and forth too long, I say just make sure to settle down to do what you want to do. This next story is, am I the jerk for ruining my sister's one chance to eat at a restaurant? This happened on a cruise that we recently got back from. My husband, sister, and sister's husband and I went on a cruise together with our kids. As you may know, food is typically included on cruise fare. What you eat on the boat is free. What you eat in port isn't. Anyway, my sister saw a local restaurant and really wanted to try the local cuisine. I thought that was a waste of money, but I understand why she wanted to go, because it's the cuisine of a foreign country she might never return to. I said I would take my kids to a nearby attraction while they ate, and they could meet me there afterwards, because I wasn't hungry. My sister's kids also wanted to go to the local attraction as opposed to a restaurant. I thought this was a good idea because it would allow the other adults to enjoy their meal more, so I said I would take them as well. My sister's husband said he felt weird about me having all four kids alone while in a foreign country, so he would also go with me. My sister said, just forget it, after he said that. I told her to enjoy the restaurant. There would be no rush and we would just chill at the local attraction. She said she didn't want to eat out alone. My husband said he would eat with her, but she just glared at him. The little tiff blew over for the most part, but we did end up arguing about it on the last day on the boat, where she said it was pretty petty and childish of me to ruin her chance to enjoy the restaurant she'd probably never have a chance to eat at again. I told her no one ruined her chance and she could have gone. She said obviously she wouldn't want to experience it with just my husband. I asked what she wanted me to have done, and she said if I was just going to be a jerk about it, we wouldn't talk about it. So, was I being a jerk about it? I think this anger and frustration, the sister needs to target towards her husband for not buckling down and going with her to eat at the restaurant to enjoy that experience with her. That's not OP's fault that her husband was willing to just give it up and thereby make the experience not worthwhile. Our next story is, am I the jerk for scraping the ice and snow off my roommate's girlfriend's car? I, 26-year-old male, live in New York with a roommate, 29-year-old male. 
and it's fine. We aren't close friends or anything, but we get along, keep clean, and pay rent on time. I'm originally from the rural Midwest, and the stereotype that people are mean in New York is very true. I was always considered the darker, odd one in the Midwest because I preferred not to talk to people, but in New York it seems extreme. I'm fine with it, but if someone walks in your eye line and you smile at them, they will look at you like you are insane. Where I come from, you could encounter a random stranger anywhere and have a long, in-depth conversation with them. Just in general, people are nicer. In the winter, if I got off from my job at 9 and another person got off at 7, if they saw it snowed but it stopped snowing, they would brush the snow and scrape the ice off my car. I would do the same for a coworker. In New York, people get offended when you say ma'am or sir, but in the rural Midwest or South, People get offended if you don't say that. Recently, my roommate's girlfriend stayed over during a snowstorm. My roommate doesn't have a car, but his girlfriend does. The snow died down after a couple of days, and when I went out to leave in the morning, I brushed the snow off my car and also did the same to the girlfriend's car. I also shoveled enough snow that we could both back out. I didn't even say I did it or mentioned it, but when I got back home in the night, my roommate looked upset. He was like, never do that crap again. I don't even know what he was talking about and when I asked him to clarify he just said, you know. Eventually he told me that brushing snow and scraping ice off of other people's cars is weird. I told him that it's not even a big deal and it's just a nice thing to do. I asked if his girlfriend was pissed about it or something and he said that she was happy and pointed out how I'm always a really nice person. Is this weird to do? I don't think brushing snow off someone's car after you do yours is weird or makes me the jerk. OP's being an absolute darling, and honestly, I think the friend is a little scared that their girlfriend kind of likes OP. Our next story is, am I the jerk for telling the mother of my boyfriend's son to run an upgrade on her parenting style? My boyfriend, 32-year-old male, and I, 35-year-old female, have been together for one year. I haven't got any kids. He has a 4-year-old son who lives with his mom, my boyfriend's ex. My boyfriend fetches his son every weekend. He's recently introduced me to his son. We get along really well. He's sweet and very talkative. I've helped raise my nieces and nephews, so I think that I'm good with kids. I don't believe in hitting kids. We talk things through. This has been my approach with my boyfriend's son too. He is always up to something, taking things apart or pressing buttons, but that's because he's just curious. I always speak to him calmly and have started explaining things to him. So now he asks me questions like, what does this do? What is this? And we explore these things together, less things being broken. I recently received a call from the mother of my boyfriend's son asking me to stop using all these new age phrases on her child. She said that my funny things are interfering with her parenting style. Apparently the boy said, don't shout mommy, speak soft like auntie. He also said, okay, take a deep breath mommy whenever she would raise her voice at him. At first, I told her that I wasn't trying to interfere with her parenting style, but that's how I deal with children. She told me to go make my own kids and then teach them crap. That hurt me, and I told her that maybe her parenting style needs an update. Now she refuses to let the child be around me. She's starting to refuse my boyfriend access to his son because of my interference. My friend thinks that I shouldn't have told her that her parenting needs an update, and let my boyfriend handle this instead? I feel terrible. Am I the jerk? 
Sounds like a court trip is in order here. And honestly, I personally think what my parenting style would be would align more with OPs anyways. So I'm kind of biased, but I don't think yelling or especially hitting a kid is ever a good thing. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. Now, if you want to hear another absolutely crazy Am I the Jerk here story, check out that video on the left. Or if you missed my latest video, check out that video on the right. That said, I'll see you all next time with some more stories. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.